How did Cecilia start stealing my identity? Well, in the beginning stages, I didn't really uh, realize what she was doing, nor did I even realize it until leaving her. But early in our friendship, Cecilia decided that we needed to have nicknames for each other because <clears throat> best friends have generally have nicknames for each other. Uh, yeah, so she came up with the nicknames Snooky and Pooky. Uh, in that moment of coming up with the nicknames, we were in a funny, ridiculous type mindset, <laughs> throwing out the weirdest and funniest of nicknames. Um, Rio was actually present during that time. Cecilia and I were actually lying on her bed and Rhea was sitting on the bed. Uh, Rhea was busy <clears throat> going through her things for work. And Cecilia and I were busy talking about a lot of nonsense. Cecilia was always full of funny type talk nonsense when she was with me. So it wasn't something that was unusual. So when we were even coming up with nicknames... Cecilia even started throwing out nicknames for Rhea as well to include her and uh, Rhea would always give very weird stares and looks um, and then eventually make comments like stop being ridiculous or really is that you know what you want to call me. Um, Rhea was definitely a far more serious person uh, than me or she still is. But, uh, you know, none of the nicknames for Rhea ever stuck. I mean, at that point, Cecilia and all her supposed DID parts called Rhea mommy or mom at that point, if not just Rhea, you know. But for me, uh, Cecilia wanted to give me a nickname and then I also had to call Cecilia by a nickname. So um, I don't remember all the nicknames that she came up with. But eventually it came down to Snooky and Pookie because they were the most ridiculous and the funniest of a lot of the nicknames. And um, I think Cecilia was supposed to be called Snooky and I was supposed to be called Pookie. I can't actually remember who was who right now. But very, very soon, I think it was even just an hour or two into it, once the nicknames had kind of sort of solidified, uh, Cecilia decided that, no, we are both going to have exactly the same nickname. Um, we were both going to be called Pookie. So uh, that, that honestly for me was quite confusing because technically you're supposed to have different nicknames, but Cecilia was very adamant that it had to be the exact same nickname. Uh, wasn't a big deal. It's not like a life and death sort of scenario. So I just shrugged it off and thought, okay, fine. Um, I'll have to think, sit and think and try to remember who actually was supposed to be called Pookie. But anyway, so that was actually, looking back now, that was actually the beginning stages of Cecilia trying to steal my identity and trying to merge me or warp me, or however you want to put it, into being exactly like her. Um, as the days and weeks and months went by, 
Cecilia and I would go clothes shopping and usually end up at Mr. Price and whatever clothing would be bought of course I would be the one to buy it because Cecilia deemed me as the the financial one to pay for everything and Mr. Price was cheap at that stage so it wasn't a big deal but whatever I wanted to buy for myself Cecilia wanted exactly the same item of clothing and whatever Cecilia wanted to buy for herself she insisted on getting two of the same because she wanted me to wear the same so we ultimately had to dress alike which was kind of strange because her style in clothing was not exactly my style in clothing not that I didn't like her style but her style was exceptionally baggy and mine wasn't uh, when I met Cecilia I was definitely far more dressed up than she ever was not that I was formal or went completely out there with the way I dressed I mean I would wear makeup my hair would be down uh, wear jeans or a skirt and a, a sort of tight-fitting top and, um, and that would typically be me <clears throat> but Cecilia definitely didn't like that obviously and as the as the whole clothing scenario started it very quickly merged into both of us wearing baggy jeans baggy t-shirt i always had to have my hair tied up i was not allowed to wear makeup we had to look identical uh this was actually um it was strange but i didn't honestly mind because she was my best friend after all um and i'll explain in another uh another point of how she stressed how important I was to her as a best friend but underlying the reason for dressing like her you know there was so much value put into me by her for me being her best friend that I suppose subconsciously I felt obliged to dress like her because you know I was just that special that she just didn't made her feel closer to me and I'm not sure if that makes sense so yeah, that, that's how I started dressing. Of course, we also ended up wearing exactly the same tackies because we had to buy the exact same shoes as well. Um, but, yeah, if, I mean, when I would go home or when I would leave Cecilia, I would change into any other clothing that was actually my normal type clothing. But every time I went to see Cecilia, I had to dress exactly like her. And by the time we, by the time this whole clothing thing had been established, uh, every time I would go see Cecilia, I would have to check with her either the day before or that morning before I went to her, you know, what she was wearing. Uh, if she hadn't already told me by that point, you know, what she was wearing or what she was going to wear. Because I had to pitch up by her place or when I pitched up by her place I had to be wearing exactly the same things and dressed identically if any of the things that she was wearing was actually you know if mine was in the wash then she would ask me you know well what clothes aren't in the wash and then she would decide which t-shirt we would then both wear 
uh, by that point, I mean, I very quickly didn't mind, not much phases me, so it was honestly a pain, um, having to dress identical to someone else, having your outfit constantly coordinated for you. Uh, look, I suppose pros and cons, I didn't have to think much about it, because um, I hate deciding what to wear every day. So in, in one way, it took that sort of fuss away, but um, it also was a pain, you know, to feel obliged to dress like someone else. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't honestly mind. And uh, <laughs> there was this one day where Doug had come from America to meet Cecilia. Uh, first time, his first time in South Africa, he was a pastor. Ria had told him all about Cecilia, and he was so excited to meet her. And by that point, I had also spoken to him quite a bit, uh, just through text messages and emails. But uh, on the day that he arrived, uh, Cecilia, as always, had told me what to wear, but now, because Predominantly, most of the clothing that we wore was, you know, dark clothing. You know, be black t-shirts or grey t-shirts. Very rarely a white one. Um, that was pretty much the colour coordination in general. But uh, Cecilia told me, you know, which black t-shirt to wear. And so I got dressed and I uh, went to her house. Uh, as soon as I parked a car, uh, as soon as I parked my car, Cecilia came outside to greet me, and uh, she gave me this very uh, not unimpressed look. She gave me this very unimpressed look, and I didn't understand why. Uh, but I didn't really stop to ask because Ria then quickly introduced me to Doug, and the conversations began. And the whole time Cecilia still had this disgusted look on her face. So eventually I asked her, which was probably like five, ten minutes into arriving at her house, I asked Cecilia, you know, what, uh, you know, why, why does she look upset? Why does she look disgusted? You know, why is she looking at me like that? And she said to me, you're wearing the wrong t-shirt. And I just shrugged it off and I said, oh, okay, because she told me which t-shirt it should have been and there were two that were very similar. So obviously, you know, I misunderstood. And I just shrugged it off and said to her, oh, well, okay, I, I misunderstood. I didn't see, you know, what the big deal was. I mean, she was wearing a black t-shirt. I was wearing a black t-shirt. It had the wrong, uh, we didn't exactly have the right uh, wording or images on the, the t-shirts, so we weren't identical. I was honestly not phased. I didn't see the big deal, but Cecilia was uh, very highly unimpressed. Um, <clears throat> so much so that she actually dragged me to the bathroom and forced me to change my clothing. Uh, as far as I remember, she gave me one of her t-shirts. And um, it actually, <laughs> as far as memory serves, we still didn't end up wearing the same clothing because she didn't have two identical t-shirts of anything at her home so she couldn't exactly give me another identical t-shirt to what she was wearing 
even if she changed her t-shirt but um, she dragged me to the bathroom gave me another one of her t-shirts which was different to what she was wearing but I had to now wear this new t-shirt and uh, then she was happy I did not understand this whole scenario but I changed my top I was uh, confused it was very strange but okay fine you know don't see what the big fuss is and uh when we when i came out of the bathroom and we went back to where doug and ria were that uh they were both confused doug more so than ria because at this point ria was basically used to it uh and doug was very confused like why suddenly abruptly leave the room why suddenly change clothing you know what's this huge fuss about and i just looked at him shrugged my shoulders and i, I think i said to him uh, we usually wear the same clothing you know cecilia wasn't happy it was something along those lines and he just returned this very confused look um i don't know what ran through his mind he was he just he was very confused you could clearly see it I was, I suppose at that point, a little bit frustrated because of the whole scenario. Um, I don't know why the huge upset over a different t-shirt and still ultimately ending up with a different t-shirt anyway to what Cecilia was wearing. But except at this point, after having changed the t-shirt, Cecilia was the one that actually decided what I wore. So even though we weren't dressed alike, Cecilia still dictated what I wore. It was, uh, it was probably the strangest and uh, the biggest, um, I'm not sure what word to use here, the biggest example, the strangest scenario of how Cecilia wanted to control my very identity. Uh, <laughs> it was um, confusing and I definitely didn't realize that it that point and it took me many years afterwards after leaving her to actually realize it uh everything we did uh it had to be the same everything we even ate had to be identical uh if we went to wimpy or mcdonald's or um, any other place for that matter and got fast food whatever I wanted to eat, Cecilia would make sure she ate the same thing. Or if I wasn't sure what I wanted to eat, Cecilia would tell me what to eat. Um, it was um, very, very strange. But, yeah, it, um, I mean, I'm the type of person that things like that don't phase me. Uh, but at that point, it should have been warning bells, alarm bells. <laughs> freaking sirens actually but um yeah she was she was trying to mold me into being like her and if i couldn't be identical to her she at the very least just wanted to control every aspect of who i was as a person so much about me actually changed um i'm just trying to think if I mean, she would even replicate the way I'd say things, uh, the words I'd use. I mean, I know when two people spend a lot of time together, they do start replicating each other's mannerisms. So that, for me, 
I definitely didn't think much about. Um, I just thought, well, we spent a lot of time together, so we're obviously rubbing off on each other. But underlying it, she probably was doing it on purpose. Uh, yeah. So it's um, quite strange to have someone trying to forcefully mold you into something. <laughs>